Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by PromoCoin. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors. ASI, we've got the ASI show coming up, the ASI show in Chicago, taking place July 25th through the 27th at McCormick Place North Building. Don't miss your chance to spark conversations, discover new products, build your business, and have fun at the last large-scale trade show of the year. Highlights include a keynote on how to close more sales by improving your pitch, a panel of industry executives sharing how to navigate the current promo marketplace, uh, an exhibit hall filled with innovative products, uh, product ideas, and education sessions to help you grow your business, and opportunities to network, win prizes, and much more. Uh, register now at ASIshow.com with promo code PC. Tell them the Industry Insider sent you. Um, why don't we say hi to Meg Erber? Uh, how are you doing today, Meg? Wonderful, actually. You know, you're just... looking very lake house-ish right now. I'm looking kind of what? Lake house-ish. Oh, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're pre-recording. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Stephen McFadden, how are you doing? Oh, man. It's been an interesting start of the of my day so far. Um, I feel like we played the, a bad turn in Jumanji. We had, like, wildlife <laughs> running in through the door of our office and... Um, so yeah, so that's been. <laughs> but if it were Jumanji, it'd be like ten times bigger than it actually was. Yeah, this is so. maybe. Well, thank goodness I didn't. We didn't roll like rhinoceros <laughs> or uh, the monkeys or something because we'd be in trouble. But I'm doing great, Jeff. How about yourself? How are you? I'm doing all right, thanks. I am doing all right. Uh, we are so, in the middle of summer. I did have a question for the two, for all of you all, because I know we always have like a brief sports segment. I'm just uh -huh. curious, have you guys done your drafts yet, or are they about to come up? We do them over Labor Day weekend. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious, how early is too early? I think you have to wait until, like, the third week of August. Like You've got to wait until at least the third week of August. Yeah. Like, okay. if it's not the third or fourth week of the preseason, then you're drafting too soon. You're yeah. drafting way too soon. Okay, I just want to put that out there on the record. Don't get that injured, I and it screws soon. your entire season up. Don't, don't do that. Don't draft. Like, what's the point in drafting right now? Yeah, definitely. What's, you just got to wait for training camp, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's going to yeah. be some injuries in training camp. There's going to be people that move around. So, okay. Not so that it would have from experience. Your 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 draft is uh, or your 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 league is trying to draft early or something. There was a there was a some rumblings. Uh, a few people that should be nameless that had floated the idea that we go ahead and knock it out, and I think it's like dumb. And just put everyone on auto draft if you're going to do that. So. Yeah. Insanity. Well, we are joined by a very special guest today, Gary Kellen with the Koozie Group. We're here to talk about selling calendars. I feel like it's an appropriate time to start selling calendars. You know, uh, July, it's it's that time where you got to start selling them uh, or start thinking about the pitch to sell them. And uh, so, Gary, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce themselves before we launch into the topic. Uh, so why don't you take it away, sir? How are you doing today, Gary? And then give us an introduction of yourself. I'm doing great. Just recovering from the fourth. Way too much sun, way too much lake time. Um, 
So kind of drying out a little bit. No pun intended. Is, um, is that even possible? Is there such a thing as way too much of any of those things that you just said? No, I I did get burnt one really bad one day, but that's that was early part of last week. So it is what it is. So, but uh, um, start to the industry. I uh, been in the industry since uh, right around 2020, which is a little bit over 20 years. Um, started out in the industry. I I come from the wearable side. Worked worked for a couple of years for uh, Alpha 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 Shirt Company at the time, which is now Alpha Prime, um, and then. Uh, Spent a, a few years at uh, Senator Penn for a couple of years as supplier rep. And then uh, back in 2005, I joined uh, North Promotional Products, which transitioned into Big Graphic and then obviously Koozie Group now. Um, I was originally came on board with Norwood as a calendar rep specifically. So this is uh, a category that's near and dear to my heart. Um, helped a lot of distributors develop the business over the years, um, which I, I have this time of year is Believe it or not, the end of end of June, early July, it's very busy on the calendar side, uh, manufacturing wise, just based on how our price points work and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I remember from my distributor days that <clears throat> the calendars would start popping up in early July, and I'd be like, because I was a I was a web distributor, so people only yeah. called me if they needed something last minute and yesterday. So, I didn't get these calendar calls till November, mm -hmm. December, even. <laughs> be like. <"Argh." laughs> But yeah, well, I think we should also talk about why it's important to order the calendar so early and why people are ordering them in July. Well, that's a good question. Um, I think uh, when you step back a little bit as a distributor, um, obviously we're it's uh, we're the largest supplier in the industry when it comes to that category. Um, a lot of ASI Distributor Choice Awards as far as the product quality selection, the marketing behind it, and all that kind of good stuff. But when I, when you step back a little a second. One of the benefits of ordering calendars early um, as a customer and as a distributor is you can kind of, number one, you can get the order out of the way and you can work on other projects towards the fall, including gift giving season, event product that, that goes on the, re the remainder of the summer and all that good stuff that goes along with it. But the biggest thing for a distributor on average with our what we call us our stock line products, um, you know, a theme calendar you see in our on our website and our catalog and other collateral is um, it's yeah exactly um is that uh we uh you get about 10 percent off on average of earlier early order price discount which is kind of nice yeah. usually that's around the july 1st time frame and that's why we're really busy this time of year so speaking of july did man did mandy rudd's dog get royalties for this one <laughs> <laughs> i want to know because he's mr july that's yeah. all i'm saying that is yeah, all yeah, you can't have a better monthly theme in July, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -mm. <laughs> God, Steven. Hey, so when, when you guys were talking about the timeline of calendars, so mm -hmm. help educate me because I, I maybe I'm late as a as a person that could sell calendars. So my okay. my thoughts always been like you you said is you know a January to January you know year, um, yeah. but I guess I haven't even thought about like the fiscal years for academics and for some companies that run you know, June, July, August to June, July, August. Right. So, um, what I, I guess I'm already late for that too. So I better to get early for January to January. Right. Um, do you, do you see it as a consistent order throughout the year or is it a very seasonal product where it's just mid year end year? Um, typically what we, uh, the way we look at calendars is, um, well, first, first off, when we talk about, the, you know, inside of the category itself, we actually classify 
um, the product, either stock line. I know that sounds, those terms are kind of weird. Um, it's like talking fabrics on the apparel side, right? Um, we have uh, what we call stock line, which is basically off the shelf calendar style, like a motivations calendar, a scenic calendar, and uh, a customer put their ad ad on one of the ad imprint areas. Um, we also do, which is about 75% of what we, what we distributors order from us, about another 25% is on the custom side, meaning a customer can lay out uh, their calendar on a blank piece of paper or page it, pages of a, of a 12 month calendar, so to speak, and they can customize it any way they want. Um, we do uh, quite a bit of that. So yeah, you can run an offset year, uh, whether it's academic or if you wanted to customize your calendar, whether it's a 12 month, uh, whether it's a financial based calendar or it needs to be an 18 month calendar, that's something certainly that you could do. So now, the, ones, the ones that you stock, do they all run January to December or do they I, do you we have? Do. We, do, we have some planners that are academic based, but about about 98% of the calendars that we that we ship out um, or produce are standard calendar year, um, either December to January 13 month or a standard 12 month January to December, which is very, very common. Um, and even when you look at retail, that's pretty much what you find. I'm kind of surprised to hear that the, the custom number is only around 25%. You know, that's... You, you would think, you know, especially if you're ordering like this time of the year, you know, July, that that would be people would take advantage of doing that. Yeah. It, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's a cost difference in the two. Is that you think would be the key reason? It can be. Uh, depends on the quantity. Um, when you're talking about custom, it's commercial printing. So it really uh, you get uh, certainly get a huge, um, you know, cost cost savings, the more quantity you do. So there's definitely economies of scale when it comes to commercial printing and printing. The more you do, the less, the less costly it is. It goes with any promotional product, but eventually you'll run into manufacturing costs with a straight line or you, uh, you're doing such a high quantity that it, uh, it kind of evens out as far as the price, the price point. So I have heard, and maybe you can, you can second this or back it up with some, some of your insight that calendars are the best reorder product in the industry? Uh, some would argue that uh, awards fall into that category too, um, but not not always okay. not always the same awards, right? They always change the names of awards, the type of awards, that kind of thing. But we actually enjoy, uh, and I mean enjoy, our distributors actually enjoy on a stock line calendar order about eight to 10, it repeats about eight to 10 years roughly. On wow. some of our styles, like this calendar I have hung up on the wall, that that average repeat actor of order factor of that large style of calendar, like the poster size single sheet product, those are on thirteen to fourteen years. Those are some of our those are some of the heaviest repeat factor calendars out there, actually. So they're great calendars to sell. You can make some great margin on them, um, and then uh, you can kind of think about it this way: as a distributor, if you can get uh, a, a couple dozen calendar orders going every year. It's a great way to uh, even out your your sales cycle as well. So yeah. Yeah, even out those ups and downs throughout the year. So. Someone even say that with a calendar promotional product, you're marketing yourself 365 days a year. Yeah, yeah I think you read that off some of our calendar collateral, <laughs> actually. So. Dude, Meg. I am really... <laughs> She's really, uh, she's really, that's, that's, in, in, 
<laughs> All right. So Gary, just real quick. So for, for a distributor that's maybe never sold a, uh, a promotional calendar or um, has never really gotten into it too much, like why do you want to potentially lead the charge with selling calendars or why do you want to, you know, why should somebody give it uh, that second thought and a, a deep dive into why they should? It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, and this is kind of going from my experience. I think one of the things you have to recognize is a lot of customers um, with calendars. Yeah, it's a promotional product, obviously. Um, but when you look at the way customer their customers uh, utilize their budget dollars for ad spend, um, they throw the calendars in their uh, in their in their a different budget category, um, and not just their their you know their advertising promotional products budget, but a lot of times it falls into what they would consider as just their general uh, advertising budget, what they would spend on commercial print flyers and that kind of category. So many times, I, I think it's more often than not is that calendars um, in that category, uh, since they're a day-to-day -day advertising, fall into that kind of budget like direct mail would, it, it kind of comes in under a sub different subset of budgeting sometimes and customers will find a budget for it if they understand what the return on their investment is. More or less. I mean, that, that's definitely a huge reason to potentially look into it, you know, because if you're tapping out your client's budget, that, that falls into something else, another category altogether. Budget yeah, office also. supplies or something like that even. Yeah, stationary we, office supplies. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, and then uh, one of the one of the key factors for the distributor, why they want to start selling it is keep in mind, a lot of times when you're uh, in how to recognize when to sell a calendar to a customer is just um, a couple of things. When you're visiting with a client, um, you're at their office, what have you. I know it's kind of difficult. Uh, it was a little bit more difficult during the COVID time frame of doing office visits and customer visits and that type of thing. But if you see calendars hanging around their, their office wall, it's time to ask the question. Um, and that question is, have you ordered your calendars yet? I mean, that's a that's the simplest opening line a distributor can make when they're talking to their customers. Maybe you're, uh, maybe the distributor is meeting for to talk about an upcoming event and some of the items that they need for promoting that event, for example, or it could be an award situation. They're, they're getting together early in the year to plan that out. Um, it's one of those things that you want to, you want to bring up an approach on. So, uh, if you had to ask me, honestly, um, if a distributor just sits around and waits for the customer to bring calendars up, it's not going to happen. Uh, mm -hmm. very rarely does. Um, that same thing can happen on, uh, some of the, some of the events that go on there, the award categories, that type of thing. It's really up to the, the, the individual distributor to broach the topic and to, uh, bring up the, the uh, potential of a calendar, because really the customer's only going to say one of two things. Number one, I've already placed my calendar order. That can certainly happen. So then you can get in on the, uh, you know, uh, the distributor can take the next step and that's to see what they did and maybe take a look at doing something different the next year. Or they're going to say, we never thought about calendars or we don't do calendars. Um, and then kind of to tackle that in a couple different ways. So that's some great advice. Gary, what is your what is the best selling type of calendar? Is it would you say that's the wall calendar, like the one that's like this? Yes, um, that's probably about. Uh, it's they're a very popular style of calendars. Um, obviously, it's because they can go and they're accepted in pretty much any office setting, uh, desk area, whether it's in the home or in the pantry or 
actually even hanging on a fridge magnet if that's what the customer want, the end user wants to do. So or in the bathroom when I came here. Or in the bathroom. Was a if you if you got a, a really crazy schedule, yeah, in the bathroom. Too, so. <laughs> hey, sometimes that's where you get your clearest thoughts, you know. And sometimes I mean, you gotta you gotta work some things out with the schedule, and you know. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask earlier before I get cut off, like cut out again, because my Starlink is like that sometimes. Um, Stephen and Jeff, what do you think the most popular themed wall calendar is every year out of all the wall calendar themes? Which one do you think is the most popular? Themed? Yeah. So like, like this one's puppies and kittens. There's like cars. There's motivational. There's inspirational. There's hot yeah, rods. It's got to be something to do with either animals or national parks. I mean... All right, I'll go. I'll, since you take you take those two, and I'll take Sports Illustrated. I would. I'm gonna take motivational or inspirational. Okay, what is it? I don't know, Gary. What is it? Oh, you're just gonna throw <laughs> Gary under the bus like that? Like he's that out. was what I was. That's oh, what I was trying to say before the before the episode, so that he knows. I mean, he, he had a couple know. minutes to think about it because I was coming right, after. Gary, would, would you have any uh, any lean into this at all? Would you Would you know I, an answer? I, I see what we, I, obviously I see the top products that we sell. So I, I know the inside track to this and what we do. Um, it depends on the style, but our number one selling calendar is, now this is the, right over here is the laminated uh, version of the same calendar. But uh, on the non-laminated version, this is our number one calendar sitting right just to the left of me. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so... <laughs> This one uh, we sell, uh, I'd I, I fair to guess, but hundreds of thousands of that calendar right here. We actually print up, I don't know if you guys know this, it's a it's an amazing number when you think about it. Um, uh, Guzzi Group actually prints right around 115 million calendars a year for distributors. Now that could, oh, be, wow. a, that could be a magnet calendar that's, hang, that's on the fridge, or it could be like those little stick up truck calendars that you, sit, you see um, either in a vehicle uh, little date grids that you could see in toolboxes and that kind of thing. So it really, there's lots of different, it could be pocket planners and those kind of things as well. Those type, based, those based on what I found, for, <laughs> it would be kittens, ponies, puppies. So wildlife and animal calendars. Yeah. The, the, the actual theme calendars, like uh, what Meg is talking about is uh, your scenic calendars, like landscapes. Um, yeah. Anything that uh, people can take a Calgon moment for with, right? Either a motivational calendar or uh, some type of scenery. National Parks fa falls into that category as well, really. But uh, so, <clears throat> those, type, those type of themes are very popular. So. so that means Jeff and I both won. So that can't happen. So you have to pick Actually, your favorite. That's not true <laughs> because what Stephen looked up and what Gary says confirms that my number one and two were And number two. Correct. Yeah, motivational got rolled in. thrown in there, Meg. But yeah, whatever. Put a caveat on he wanted it. to make you feel better. Data I found was five years old, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to pick as a winner. I'm gonna have to pick Jeff because he's just got a better podcast set up than everybody else. I. <laughs> he does. Meg, he does. I know. Blue mic. I know. I'm traveling. Sorry. Hey, you all want some uh, some quick data from the uh, ASI yeah. uh, ad impression study? I have a couple things, you know, because I always come. Super prepared, right? Prepared. Yeah. News. So, Let's go. Um, <laughs> um, how long do you guys think people keep a calendar? 
366 days. <laughs> you might be surprised to know that 62% of consumers would keep or use a promotional calendar for one year or longer. So that could yeah. be the 13 months or 18 months. Do you um, see the year on this? Yeah, so it's a 2022. So these people that lived here before me definitely kept it longer than 12 mm -hmm. months. Yeah. How many impressions do you all think a calendar has in its lifetime? 365. Oh, no. Yeah, the, the question he's asking is how many people. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> uh, it's how many impressions. Um, so how many people are seeing it in this lifetime? See, that's the it's hard not, part. It's, that's, 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 you, you almost want to say one, but I know it's way more than one. But, yeah. you know, for, for a personalized item like a desktop calendar or a wall calendar, the only people that it's really influencing are the people that are, like, if it's in a home, obviously just the family. If it's in an office, then it's people that come in, you know. So you're going to have that average, home. right? You're going to have, you know. Yeah, the, so the I would say maybe let's, let's say five people a day for 300 and, well, 280 days. Uh, we'll just say a thousand or fifteen hundred. I'll say fifteen hundred impressions. Meg, five thousand. <laughs> good number. Okay. Right? Meg, Gary. what are you? She oh, actually my. threw out a great number. Um, I did mental math. Yep. Yeah. She's. Are we asking about the quantity of people? Or are we asking asking about the number of impressions during the year? Number of number impressions. Of impressions. Number, number of uh, impressions over its lifetime, based on how ASI measures it. Yeah, it's between, uh, it's typically between 4,200 and 5,000 times a year. So they had 673. Oh. Wow. So, and I can see it as an average, right? Like if you've got some that are in more public spaces versus some that are personal. In uh, a bathroom. Yeah. I guess <laughs> if I had a calendar in here, the, the maximum number that would see it in a year might be like five, six. You know, it's like so... It just depends on who would come into the office or look behind the door or whatever. But if it was out in the, the common area, it would be in, it'd probably be over a thousand, you know, it's yeah. just, um, yeah, us, I knew I should have gone with a thousand. Yeah. Us, uh, us supplier reps that, uh, are involved with scheduling heavy during the day. Now, um, we know from a lot of stats that we run, um, even with certain studies and a bunch of other, um, associations, that type of thing that done, have done third party studies, um, the average person, and this is not just within our the promotional products industry, but out there, the average person uses, relatively speaking, three different types of calendars. It could be, it could be simple, a couple True. of things, yeah. like, like your, uh, your, your Google calendar. Um, it could be Outlook, for example, um, is, is a big one, obviously. And then uh, also uh, some form of planner. So some people still love the old Franklin planners, for example. Um, we certainly have that product category as well. But if it's an advertising calendar um, that's targeted to just a certain individual, uh, typically um, we'll see the average person, especially in the business world, uses a calendar eight to ten times a day. So that impression mm -hmm. is pretty big, which is computes to over 4,200 times a year, roughly. So. Wow. So yeah, yeah good stats. I'm, always, I'm constantly clicking the bottom right of my screen to see uh, what day it is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> or he's texting us. Um, we have a podcast last, today. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Yep. The last stat I have, uh, actually two, it was in, calendars in the top 14 products for a percentage of likelihood that a uh, person will do business with the advertiser. 
So yeah. it made the top uh, top 14 is what they have on their chart. And it came in at number 12. So that's awesome. Because uh, that's a huge stat. Like, that's really the, the goal is to have products that work, right? Um, so it, it, it being in there is great. How many states do you all think had it in the top five as their product category? Now, granted, it used to be a top five category. It seemed like every year. Um, yeah. And it, it kind of fell off the top five as of the last few years. But there are how many states that still have it as their top five? I'll say Eight. four. I, I'd say probably, yeah, I'd, I'd say between the single digits, I'd say probably, I'd say eight or nine, roughly. Which one? Oh, nine. I'll take nine cents. Nine's the winner. Ah, I knew it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you had West Virginia, Utah, Arizona, Maine, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New Mexico, Ohio, Rhode Island. And the That's one surprising. that had it. If you're saying that it's like the top 14 product, that it, it like, I figured the number would be lower just because mm -hmm. if, if it's like. 14th in the in the industry yeah 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 now, most of them fell all of all of but all of two states had it as the fourth or fifth you know highest product category rhode island has it as three and new mexico had it as their second highest product category that's pretty yeah. impressive actually when you consider uh you know look at overall ad spend what they what customers would spend both on direct mail and spend on promo um, whether it's hard goods or wearables, that's that's pretty significant. So it's a strong category. I mean, really, if you've got that many states still rocking as a top five, that's that's pretty good. I mean, that's really I, good. I feel like uh, like calendar. Should, there's there's certain like self promo items, right, that just don't make mm -hmm. sense, and then there's some that make like a ton of sense. I feel like calendars is one of those things that are a huge like self promo for for distributors in the industry as well. Yeah, in a lot of that, just just like you, Jeff, I'm sure that uh, as a distributor, um, it would be a situation where, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna practice what you preach, use it. Um, which I I do back in the back in the day, yeah. Since I, you know, represent all of all of Koozie Group's product categories and that type of thing, it, it's one of those things that I pitched a lot. If you really wanted to sell calendars, just do a calendar. Um, and you'd be surprised how much uh, referral business comes from that. Hey, one of the things I know we've talked about with every category we've done so far is the customization options. So maybe mm -hmm. just real quickly as we wrap up here, what are some of like the cool things you can do with the calendar as far as customization? Uh, we've done, uh, we've seen it all. Um, believe it or not, some of the customers that you utilize, some industries that utilize custom calendars, um, anywhere from healthcare to um, retail, use custom calendars. Um, it could be coupons, that kind of thing to drive traffic, okay. for example. Um, it could be brand awareness, for example. Um, and it really depends on where the calendars are, are sent to. Like we've seen calendars that are used for, you know, school bus manufacturers, for example, that go into, uh, go into schools, go into, uh, you know, the, the bus companies, that type of thing, that, that contract with the schools. It really, it's it's wide open. Um, like I so mentioned, like full full color, right? You can you can change like can you change like coil colors in some cases, and yeah, change shapes and sizes. So it's pretty pretty. Yeah, okay. it, it's pretty wide open. Anything um, if you walk into like for example, if you walk into uh, let's see uh, one of Daimler North America's trucks, like Western Star or um, manufacturers, if you walk into their dealers, you're going to see a massive calendar that we we assist that distributor with on the on the manufacturing and the actually the creative work as well 
and I, I know I don't, there's not a lot of time to talk about it, but we're, we're pretty much turnkey at Cuisy Group. We have a creative team that's dedicated to that category to help develop the calendar um, all the way to the individual uh, distribution. So it's one of so our- I was going to ask that as the, as the custom options, like do you guys have a team that helps with some of those designs and creatives or, or are there, you know, stock images or, you know, photography and things like that to use or, or draw well, I, from or- you can get into the weeds a little bit on this discussion because it, it can get a little bit more in depth. But ultimately, the answer to that is yes on all of it. Um, we can license images. So if there are certain images a customer wants to utilize that are out there, like a certain scenic images from a state, we have libraries that we can choose from, work with ad agencies to find those images. Okay. Or if the customer wants to use theirs, that's fine, too. So very cool. Yeah. Stephen, what uh, you had mentioned, I think the um, perpetual calendars that you've used maybe in the past. Uh, yeah. Like, do you have any, anything to share or bring to the table with that? No, I mean, it was, you know, when we were thinking about calendars, we were not, um, or self promos for that matter. We were, th this was like in, the, in an odd time of year when we did do these and purchase them. And, but we did do, um, we ended up ordering more of them for the end of the year because we, they were well received. Um, but we realized people all kept them from previous. So we were like, this is a good item to leave on a desk. You know, if you can find something that takes up desk space, um, yep. that's, that's pretty, pretty good product. Um, so, you know, obviously the, for those that aren't familiar, you know, the cubes kind of like you see at a bank, you know, where you can rotate them around with the different months and the uh, years days. Good news with something like that is that one lasts a long time. Now, right. I mean, probably won't have a lot of reorders with it, but, <laughs> but it was still a really neat item. Um, I think there's a, um, it's, it's like a training thing with customers still when it comes to the calendars where I could show them an item like that and they still think it's a product. I could put a calendar print on a magnet or a mouse pad. They still think those are products. It's almost like calendars as paper items on the wall falls into this category that they don't think about us for, you know, or, you know, it's, it takes that extra step of explaining like, no, no, no. Like the ones you're buying a lot of like that are on the wall, those not the mouse pad we printed a calendar on or the, you know, the, you know, so it's, there is some difference between, I think when you get into stationary style pieces versus product style pieces, it people just don't think of the art industry as a huge stationary thing. Well, not everybody, but it depends on your customers for sure. Yeah, it's um, one of the training things that uh, I've utilized and explaining it to distributors how to discuss that topic with their customers is think about calendars. It's just um, you can call it billboard advertising, what have you. But if it can take either the desk space or the wall space on their mm -hmm. on their customers, you know, clients wall, that's free. That's really that's bonus advertising in a nutshell. Um, calendars is just advertising. It just had the calendar portion of that advertising piece just had, can be just the, the medium that that message is carried. So if you think about it and it, it breaks down to that easy, um, for a product that's used on a day-to-day -day basis, you can get some pretty good ROI out of that, honestly. Yeah. So. Sounds mm. like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Any other, uh, input, Meg, Steven, anything no. else to add? Oh, going crazy a minute ago so i apologize All yeah good. no thank you gary for coming on the show for us or anything else that, that we should put out there to the audience uh you know it's never too late uh, as a distributor it's never too late to ask um next client meeting you have just ask them if they place their calendar order yet very simple to get started um other than that i appreciate uh you let me jump let me join you today it's kind of fun 
So yeah, uh, well, thank, thank you, you for, Gary. for coming in. I mean, I think it's uh, awesome. And, you know, like you said, this, this particular topic is uh, near and dear to your heart, uh, having, having joined uh, as a, as a calendar rep uh, back in the day. So super cool to have you on and just have that, uh, that wealth of knowledge. So thank you for, for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, but listen, guys, if you enjoyed the topic, uh, it was brought to you by our good friends over at, uh, at the ASI uh, or at ASI. And uh, we're talking about the ASI show in Chicago taking place July 25th through the 27th at McCormick Place North Building. Uh, don't miss your chance to spark conversation, discover new products and build your business and have fun at the last large scale trade show of the year. Highlights include a keynote on how to close more sales by improving your pitch, a panel of industry executives sharing how to navigate the current promo marketplace, a panel of industry executives showing uh how to navigate the current promo marketplace, an exhibit hall filled with innovative product ideas, education sessions to help you grow your business, opportunities to network, win prizes, and much more. Register now at ASIshow.com with promo code PC. Tell me the industry insider sent you. Uh, look, until next time, guys, appreciate you tuning in. See ya. Yeah, bye now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.